Welcome to the 5-Minute EMT, a simple podcast designed to provide emergency medical technician students with simple, short, and easily accessible review sessions based on content found in the NHTSA EMT curriculum and or the Maryland Medical Protocols for EMS Clinicians. Please remember that the material found here is by no means comprehensive and does not take the place of formal instruction. Rather, it serves to review curriculum or skills that should be covered during didactic and or practical class sessions. Secondary Assessment. Here's the third episode in our assessment series, The Secondary Assessment. The Secondary Assessment is our investigative process and consists of gathering some personal history about your patient and a further, more detailed assessment or exam. This is where we become detectives asking questions, examining clues, and finding evidence that points towards the cause of our patient's problem so that we can work to find ways to make it better. The first thing I do as I finish my primary assessment and begin the secondary assessment is I call for my partner to begin taking vitals. I like to say that vitals are the vehicle that I use to get from the primary to the secondary assessment. That way, once I'm ready to begin making more detailed treatment decisions, my vitals are already taken and I've already got those numbers. The mnemonic that we use for gathering history is SAMPLE, S-A-M-P-L-E. It stands for Signs and Symptoms, Allergies, Medications, Past or Pertinent Medical History, Last Oral Intake, and Events Leading Up to the Call for Help. These are questions that we should seek to have answered about all of our patients, whether we ask the patient themselves or somebody else on the scene. Gathering the sample history for an elderly male chest pain patient might sound something like this. Okay, sir, I see that you're holding your chest and you look a bit short of breath. Can you tell me how you're feeling today? Okay, and do you have any allergies to anything? Do you take any medications, either prescribed or over-the-counter? Has this ever happened before, or do you have any previous medical history? Okay, and when was your last oral intake? And what was taking place when the chest pain started that prompted you to call 911? And what's happened between when you placed that call and now? We can also use the mnemonic OPQRSTU to gather more information about the present illness that they're experiencing. It stands for onset, or what were you doing when this started, Provocation, does anything make this condition better or worse? Quality, explain to me in your words how this feels. We're looking for things like sharp, dull, crushing, tearing, etc. Radiation, does this condition or pain travel and affect any other area of your body? Severity, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the worst, what would you rate your discomfort? Time. How long have you been experiencing this and when did it start? Also, is it constant or intermittent? And the letter U stands for what have you done prior to EMS arriving for this. It's also important to physically further assess the patient. What we're looking for here is a systematic physical exam utilizing processes such as inspection, palpation, auscultation, We can either do a focused exam or a rapid trauma assessment. If the patient is alert without any serious distractions to give us good information about the current illness or injury, a focused exam is okay. That is, we focus on the area of complaint. For example, if our patient is complaining of chest pain, it's appropriate to expose the chest, inspect for abnormalities such as rash or redness, 
paradoxical chest movement, or bruising, just to name a few. The mnemonic that is commonly used to remind you of what kinds of abnormal findings to look for is DCAP-BTLS. It stands for deformities, contusions, abrasions, punctures, penetrations, burns, tenderness, lacerations, and swelling. If the patient is unable to tell you what's wrong, for example, in the unconscious patient, it's appropriate to do what we call a rapid trauma assessment, which is a systematic head-to-toe physical exam checking for DCAP-BTLS, along with some other body area-specific stuff, such as, but not limited to, fluid in the ears, eyes, nose, and mouth, pupillary response, cervical spine step-off, midline trachea, jugular vein distension, abdominal rigidity, guarding, pulsatile mass, rebound tenderness, blood, urine, feces, foreign material in the pelvic area, crepitus, pelvic instability, and pulse motor sensory evaluations in each limb. A more thorough list of those things should be reviewed in class. Remember that once you've formed and begun your treatment and or transport process, we constantly reassess our interventions, the patient's condition, their chief complaint, vital signs, etc. And the reason is to see if our patient is responding well to our treatments and is trending in the right direction. Continue your ongoing assessment throughout the duration of your transport. There is no point in your transport that you shouldn't be either treating or evaluating your patient. And lastly, recall that unstable patients are reassessed every five minutes, and patients that are uh, deemed stable can be reassessed every 15 minutes.